Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Pick the Galaxy. This is the Nerdfight Royal Rumble. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Seth. And I'm Ben. Wait, Seth? Seth, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm Replacement Chris. We've established this. Oh, right. It's, guess... all, it's the same great Chris taste, but half the price. <laughs> okay, well, I thought, I thought you had gotten out. I thought we were going to read that letter on today's episode. Nobody. Oh, no, I did get out. Yeah, no, I'm not actually here. Uh, the commissioner and I have been working on astral projection. Um, I'm starting to get pretty good at it. Huh. That explains why I've been having prescient visions of Seth. Wait, did we go to theme song? Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerdfight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. Oh, hey, Chris. Glad you could make it. Yeah, glad you're back. Glad you're back. Sorry, I had a really terrible hangover. Um, I'll I'll explain it later, but... Well, okay. I do see a mostly empty bottle of Johnny Worker, and I think that's pretty oh, no, self-explanatory. No, 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 no. It was empty. Oh, <laughs> Where did Ugh. you get more knockoff scotch? I'm more concerned about that. <laughs> so, um, I had this, like, I don't know. I was really terribly hungover, but did you guys already do the, the cold open? Did I do the cold open? Yeah, the cold open's done. Yeah, the cold open's good. Okay. Did you do it to prevent me from going on about a bit during Jafar's intro? Nope. No. Actually, no. that's one of my favorite things. Okay. It's one of my least favorite things, I but... Know. You know, <laughs> we all suffer for our art sometimes. Gotcha. Okay. Because, yeah, I just, I got real deep into into some cream betweens and Johnny Worker last <laughs> oh, night. Oh, God. <laughs> and I've been holding onto that one since last week. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's the worst. Cream betweens. Getting deep into some cream betweens with your Boreo. Okay. Speaking of which, I found the place that bought that. Uh, I found the place where I can buy them. I just didn't. Oh. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah. Um. You know, I'll, I'm fine with these hydrox that we already had down here. That said, I did find a 12 pack of Mr. Pib, and it's all gone. I I drank it all. Oh, I can't share, Ben. No. This it's is why too I good. keep the PlayStation in my room, and why you don't <laughs> get to play Spider Man. Yeah. I'm sorry. <sighs> I ordered a samurai cat pizza before we got here, but I ate it all. I miss pizza. <laughs> Me too. What? But he's off leading the, the man spiders. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I don't know if the audience is going to have the context necessary <laughs> for that one. I'm pretty sure we've talked about how Henry's nickname is pizza. I'm pretty sure that's happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, if not Henry's nickname is pizza, there we go. Context provided. Yep. <laughs> Further context provided. If you haven't listened recently, you're just joining us again. He's in the bunker. He's the leader of a band of uh, semi-sentient, cruel man spiders. I would say it's more than a band now. It's, it's at least a swarm. It's a gang. Swarm. Yeah, okay, I could see swarm. Really, the difference between swarm and gang is whether or not they're wearing leather jackets. And, and I they think it's, are. It's, so. But it's about 50-50. Only 50% of them. I mean, not everyone's patched in yet. Yeah. Still got to beat in the, the recruits. Yeah, when there's so many. Yeah. It, it takes, takes time. time. Yeah. Jinx, you both owe me a Coke. A Mr. Pib. 
I said cork, right? You both owe me a cork. An RC Cola. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're here to debate knockoffs, if that wasn't clear already. Yep. And uh, we can go ahead and get started, if we want. Um, Chris, you, I believe you've got the criteria over there and... Uh, yeah, uh, I've just kind of stuffed them in this uh, brown paper bag that my Johnny Johnny Worker Red Label came in. Okay. Which I believe we just figured out is only available in North Korea. <laughs> yeah, that makes me worry about a couple things well, about this it's bunker. Av- it's available in North Korea and this bunker. Yeah, <laughs> yes. which I worry about our trade policies now. <laughs> I, went, I, went, I went to the, the section of the Little Pleasantville um, neighborhood uh, that is a recreation of North Korea. Um, because as, as everybody knows, there's a, um, roughly scale representation of the whole world contained within the bunker. Um, except that the sky is painted on really badly. So you yeah. can, you can yeah. always see that it's kind of in a big, it's a long walk probably. Yeah. Well, I guess we just, I took, I took a segue there though. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so I hope you were followed by a chimpanzee riding also, on a segue. Riding on a Segway, yes. Yes. It's, it's interesting. The number one, now the number Some one import vintage. of the bunker is... Johnny Worker, and our number one export is podcasts. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we could overtake. It's quite a trade deficit. Spider parts. <laughs> I don't know. This this podcast is brought to you by Johnny Worker Red Label. It's official. <laughs> our first sponsor. Yes. <laughs> from Directly from the glorious People's Republic of North Korea. <laughs> God, if we weren't going to be doxxed by the KGB before. <laughs> It's okay. Anybody who is on the internet in North Korea probably thinks this is funny. That's fair. The internet doesn't have strong opinions about North Korea, does it? Well, the internet does, but not the <laughs> North Korean internet. Well, actually, yes, the North Korean internet has very strong, strong opinions. opinions about North yeah, Korea. you just got uh, you just got uh, banned from r slash Pyongyang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they can go to Reddit. They Anyways, Chris, <laughs> they don't have any. They don't have any good gifts there, so I'm not interested. I don't know if you'll find a gift, but why don't you go ahead and reach into that bag and pull out a criteria? The first match is Jafar versus Chris. Shit, Ben, you draw. Oh, Might be. Let me put it back in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Glad he didn't read that. Jafar, make your pick. Um, I think I will start us off with Turkish Star Wars. Awesome. Chris? I'm going to take Star Wars. Okay. (laughs) I'm conflicted about this. (laughs) Uh, This is going to be interesting. Pitch a podcast about your knockoff. (laughs) Okay. So, Jafar, pitch us that Turkish Star Wars podcast. Okay. So, um... Turkish Star Wars podcast, right? So, um, how Turkish Star Wars... If you're, if you're not familiar with Turkish Star Wars, Turkish Star Wars is a ripoff of uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars, obviously, um, that was made by Turkish filmmakers during uh, the Cold War because they had a strict rule about not importing, importing Western entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't bring in over, over Western movies, but Turkish filmmakers... Uh, were able to see these things and wanted to be able to share them with their people. Um, you know, so they had to come up with some way to make their own versions of these things. And that's kind of the genesis of Turkish Star Wars. There's a whole series of movies that are like this that these filmmakers tried to make. Um, partially in homage, partially so that they could have some 
Western influence in the country, partially uh, just to... Steal it. Steal it, yeah. So, I mean, everyone's own personal motivations are different, and there's a lot of room there to explore these movies, talk about their Western counterparts. You know, there's literally a just a metric ton of these. If there was a popular movie in the 70s or 80s, there's a Turkish ripoff of it. So there's lots of material for this podcast, and we're going to talk about things that the Turkish versions were able to do that the originals were not because they had the benefit of hindsight. Mm-hmm. It's not always a good thing because the quality in a lot of these movies is miserable. Oh, yes. Uh, because they had almost no budget. Sometimes they just straight up took scenes from the original and just color-coded them differently. <laughs> like, all kinds of stuff, right? It so, makes Be Kind Rewind look like high production value. <laughs> it does. Um, so we're going to take all of these uh, podcasts that are the or all these um, movies and talk about the Turkish versions, and ways that they could have possibly improved on the Western versions. The name of the podcast, The Ottoman Empire Strikes Back. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's All good. right. Um, I think that Star Wars has an awful lot of fans talking about Star Wars, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think that what's missing in the podcast sphere... Um, is Star Wars talking about fans. So what we're going to do is we're going to get George Lucas um, to sit down with um, prominent members of the Star Wars fan community um, and discuss what makes their contributions, their fan canons, their um, slash fiction. You know, we're going to, we'll kind of, we'll push the envelope a little bit maybe. Um, Mods for video games, etc. Um, what makes them great? Um, and of course, uh, George Lucas will improve on those things um, by threatening legal action <laughs> <laughs> if they don't uh, conform to his singular vision uh, of, of the Star Wars universe. Our very first episode, of course, is going to be Turkish Star Wars. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so get ready to get uh, uh, a cease and desist notice, or, or rather a cease and desist or show up on this podcast notice. Um well, as somebody who's seen, especially since Disney took over, they've really dropped the ban hammer down on a lot of really cool Star Wars universe stuff. Hearing them talk about it would be interesting. It'd but be, I, I really yeah. doubt Mickey would let this happen. Yeah. I mean, that, that said, you know, we're dealing with knockoffs here. We're dealing with, uh, you know, how many, how many different companies would be sending cease and desist for talking about the Turkish versions of their movies versus the megalith that is Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, these both sound like fun podcasts, but I, as somebody who loves George Lucas, I really respect him as somebody who's made some really fun movies. Fans are too mean to that man, and it makes me sad. So seeing him interact nicely with fans would make me very, very happy. <laughs> so Chris gets the point. He's not going to interact nicely with fans. You, so you, 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 he's you, sending cease and desist orders. That's the whole. <laughs> in fact, you don't even come up with a clever title. I, I, I no, 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 hold on. I okay. did have one. It's oh. just that Ben, ben interrupted ben to give summarily, you the point. <laughs> summarily judged on my my half uh, before. No, it's called Dark Side of the George. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, Jafar gets the point. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, yeah, Chris gets the point. I, but I did like both these podcasts. One. I thought Ottoman's Empire Strikes Back was really funny, and oh, neither of you guys did. laughed. I, I enjoyed um, it. I'm wait, sorry. Was, was that was that a letter candy? That was a letter candy. Okay. Um, two. 
I'm thinking for the title of your podcast, it's C3POD, right? Yeah. C3POD? Yeah. C3POD. So it's like C3POD, right? Yeah. C3POD. So you got the POD because George is upset. And then also, if you put it in like the Star Wars scroll, you can have the C and the D be cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> But Ottoman Empire Strikes Back was really funny. Fuck you guys. Oh, no. I, I very much appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. good. I like it. The next match is Chris versus Ben. Yeah, fuck it. I'm coming in hard. Wales. Batman. <laughs> what have we created? <laughs> this podcast where I am fighting Wales. I am fighting Batman with Wales. <laughs> But to be clear, the country whales, if you didn't tune in the last episode. Yep. Uh, not, not the fat dolphins. Not, not fat dolphins. Hey, whales does have whales. Presumably there are whales on the coast of Wales. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know the international wa- rules for w- water and boundaries and where whales... I'm as not... long as they're within 20 miles of the, the coast, <laughs> it's in with it's in Welsh <laughs> so, waters. So okay. here's, here's and thing. I don't know if there's a whales sea parks. So here's the thing, right? It has to be in Welsh waters in order for you... For it to be considered... A, a Welsh, Wales. a Welsh whale in Wales, right? Okay. Now the the thing about uh, does it have to be born within twenty miles of Wales to be a Welsh whale? No, no, no. It just has to be because you can have a Welsh whale outside of Wales. That's true. Yeah, but it's really easy to find Welsh whales because the second that they enter Welsh water, they beach themselves. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> With that said, cue up the music because it's time for poetry corner. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to need you each to write a slam poem about your pick. (laughs) Cue that girl from Ipanema. authentic atmosphere added or do you just want to read it the authentic atmosphere yes i will be willing to provide authentic atmosphere do you mean you'll throw beer at me no do you mean you're gonna replicate the sounds of people at the cafeteria at central still putting away their stuff (laughs) that that, that, i was i was gonna i was gonna add authentic coffee shop background noise all right no no i'm good i'm good i've got a latte for kyle (laughs) latte for kyle Kyle doesn't get his latte. Is it soy? Yeah, it's soy. Okay. Lanvirpul Gwingil Go Geriaquirn Drubal Landusilio Go 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 Lanvirpul Gwingil Go Geriaquirn Drubal Landusilio Go 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 Lanvirpul Gingwil go gergo, quern drubol, landusilia go go go. Lanvir pool, gwin gilgo gergo, drubol, landusilia go go go. I hate everything about Wales. All right, Ben, tough one to counter here. 
All right. Now, I'm just going to say this is my first slam poem. I may have taken it a little too literally. Oh, no. Biff. Bam. Pow. <laughs> Batman slam poem. Did you read the comics? Kevin Conroy. We are all real fans. Uh, ben gets it for the Kevin Conway drop. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I only just dropped the longest town name yep. in all of the country, or in all of the, the world. Four um, times in a row. Four times in a row. Yes. <laughs> and if I thought you would pronounce it right a single one of those times, then I, I might got, have... I got real close. I got real close. It's just there's like a, there's a, there's a section in the middle. It's, so Lanvirpul Gwingil, right? That's easy. Yeah. Goger Uquirndrabul. That's the hard part. <laughs> Landa Cecilia go go goals. That's easy. The last part's easy. Landa Cecilia go go go. Because there's three goes and then there's a k at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the character for k? Like oh no, it's 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 just Welsh is not written okay. in a different language. It's just written. It feels like it's it, just written in English really badly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's kind of like when you write out a authentic Polish name in English. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Chris, go ahead and reach in that bag because this next match is Ben versus Jaffer. All righty. All right. And I will go with the quest. Okay. I don't know what the quest... I, I feel like we've talked about this, but I don't remember what the quest was. The quest is a Jean-Claude Van Damme film that is basically blood sport set back in the 1920s. They added Roger Moore and made the movie way worse. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with The Magnificent Seven. A good movie versus a bad movie. This will be fine. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> sometimes all a good knockoff needs to move beyond the original is one good twist. What sets your knockoff apart? So, you're Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's been just about a decade. Hold on a second. You, you got to give me a second to be Jean-Claude Van Damme. Then. I, I was trying to... I this, was, is, this is an adjustment. <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't going to force you to give me a Belgian accent. <laughs> okay, I am now. All right, you're Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme. Looking jacked, bro. It's good. So, it's been about a decade since you burst onto the, the film scene with Bloodsport. Ugh. A movie about where uh, an American goes to the Far East and participates in a, a deadly martial arts com uh, competition. Yes. Now you're making a new movie. I am? And instead of an American, you're playing a Frenchman. So ah. your, your <laughs> accent is less inscrutable, so that works. But inscrutable? <laughs> God damn it. You're forgetting you are 38 years old. And can't, you know, you don't look like a sprightly young man anymore. Aww. And so, you playing the carefree, charismatic uh, leader of a band of uh, early teens ruffians on the streets of Paris doesn't quite work. But it's where you decided you want to start the movie. And you want to add some fun Muay Thai in there. So you know you've got to get marooned on a, on a uh, Pacific Island for... 
seems like a decade in the middle of this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Muay Thai. And then it ends with a great martial arts uh, tournament, just like Bloodsport. <laughs> how how do we we make this just not hands down a worse Bloodsport? Well, we add Roger Moore. We add James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. And while he's a crazy character in that movie, it's Roger Moore and it's fun. All right. So if we're going to improve upon... Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> no, wait. Sorry. It's fine. I know you got to get <clears throat> out of character. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay, I'm back. All right, so if we're going to improve upon The Seven Samurai, which mm-hmm. is a near Herculean task. You just make it under two hours. Well, the movie is so long. You make it a little bit shorter, but also you use resources that uh, Kurosawa did not have access to. Mm-hmm. I'm referring specifically to Yul Brenner. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. Or if we want to take the most modern version of it, Denzel Washington. Yeah. I'm good with either. Or Michael Bain, if it's the TV show. Yeah, so, uh, you know, just... Uh, yeah, just a Yul Brenner. Okay. Also, guns. Yeah. Yul Brenner versus Roger Moore. Essentially, is what this argument comes down to. Looks like. Oh, ben, you had to have known <laughs> that you were making your argument on some pretty unsteady ground, buddy. Yeah. I can't give anything to Roger Moore. He's Grandpa Bond. He is. <laughs> so, ironically... But he's he's Sir Roger Moore. <laughs> Order of the British Empire, Chris. That's... That doesn't make him the chimbly mage. I see what you're trying to do here. <laughs> that was a little too little pandering too late. Um, Order of the British Empire, Chris. This one is going to Yul Brenner for no other reason than the fact that he was in the original Westworld. Alright. I'll take it. That's yeah. not fair, man. But... I mean, I will, I will, let me, let me say this firmly. Roger Moore is a crappy Bond. Oh, it's true. Roger Moore is also Jaffer's favorite Bond. It's true. true. Uh, so that has to be a bittersweet victory. I mean. You took one off of the back of your idol, basically. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. Like, Roger, what I like about the Roger Moore Bond movies has very little to do with Roger Moore. <laughs> oh, no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they're also just the worst movies. No, no, no. They're, they're fun. The, they're the batshit craziest. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. They're just no, ridiculous. They're, they're fun. Um, the, the bras... Sorry, the... Um, the con- Sorry, the, con- the Connery era took itself a little too seriously in a sexy way. The Brosnan era took itself too seriously in, like, a little bit more seriously way. Um, the Moore era, right in the middle. Like, happy medium. It's not a happy medium, it's just flat out wacky. Well, it was the 70s, Ben. It's fun, fuck you. Everyone was doing cocaine. <laughs> the 70s, it was heroin. The 80s was cocaine. <laughs> no, the 80s was heroin, and the yeah. 70s was cocaine. Heroin didn't really touch down in America until the late 80s. I guess 80s makes me think, like, cocaine is Wall Street, Wall Street is the 80s. Well, no, cocaine started in the 70s, rolled real hard into the 80s. Yeah, co- cocaine has had a long history. Like, cocaine has more than one decade under its belt. Heroin started in the late 80s, rolled into the 90s, and uh, opium epidemic. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, lo- lovely. 
Cool. All right. I'm well, so I'm so excited for my new recurring character on this podcast, Jean Claude Van Damme. Ah. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, <laughs> that was a that was a worse Jean Claude Van Damme impression than a Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> All right, Ben, while you're regretting your life choices, why don't you go ahead and reach into that bag and draw another criteria out. The next match is Chris versus Jafar. I still can't believe that reciting that town name four times didn't give me a point. (laughs) I'm going to go for... You know what? (laughs) You know what goes real good with... uh... With a glass of milk on a hot day. Some, some Boreos. Some cream betweens. Some cream betweens. <laughs> right? So I'm coming straight at you, Jafar. With, with cream betweens? Would you like some of my cream betweens? <laughs> I'm good on that. But I think someone who might is uh, Lego. That was a really terrible segue. I was thinking John Cooper <laughs> Mellencamp, and I changed my mind at the last minute. <laughs> Uh, We're going to go with Lego. <laughs> okay, you're going with Lego. <laughs> oh no, we got the Lego all sticky. Oh. <laughs> like, oh my god. You motherfucker! <laughs> I can't believe you came to school with that knockoff. Explain what happened here. That. Explain what happened here. That was not one of the questions. You swapped it out, you bastards. <laughs> Explain what happened here. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't, even, I don't even understand the question. Explain what happened here. You, you gotta like, like, explain. explain like, what, what happened, happened here? I'm torn. Here. I'm torn between my desire to win and my deep, deep desire not to engage in this bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. Because you revel in every chance to make me feel uncomfortable. So it's the one way I can get you back. It's true. How you feel right now is how I feel every time you try to Google something on your fucking phone. Explore how far away your queen between. Googling things on my phone started off as a practical thing and very quickly became about how funny it is. Which I thought was the point of this podcast. <clears throat> this bit's funny. You're going to be funny and still make us uncomfortable. It's funny if you embrace it, Chris. You have to live in the space. (laughs) 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 Like, oh my god. Somebody creamed between these cookies. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that it? Please tell me that's it. <laughs> yep. That's a foul. Like, like, oh, my God. So, I wanted, like, kitty craft. Like, whatever. I know it's for kids, but they've got these ones with, like, ponies and unicorns, and they're just fucking adorable. So I tell my mom as I go to store and get these things, and she comes back with Legos. Like, oh my god, I can't even believe that she would do this to me. I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe someone creamed between those cookies. I can't believe... I can't. 
You went back to Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in Oh my god, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, oh my god, he's like round cow skeggy. So in, in the um I so I don't number one, I don't even know what Jean-Claude Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> actually sounds like, so I'm gonna have to do some research. But number two, in the spirit of like maybe finding like a, a space where we all like to perform in future Valley Girl episodes or or, or, or uh, topics, could I potentially just do Jean Claude Van Damme instead? If you can find a way to actually do Jean Claude Van Damme, because you do not do Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> okay, it, it's Jean Claude Van Damme. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I am Jean no. Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I don't know what accent that's trying to be, and it, it is concerning me. So, Jaffer, so, somebody came between these guys. Jaffer went full, uh, full uh, stereotypical girl. So Chris gets the point Ooh. for not falling into gender stereotypes. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme does. <laughs> More Christopher Lambert. Uh, who's Christopher Lambert? Oh my oh god! Oh my god! No, no, like podcast over. Give, give me a, a refresher. I'm sure I know him. He's uh, Highlander. Yeah, he's the Highlander. Oh. He's Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Like, oh my god, Chris! I can't believe you don't know who Christopher Lambert is. Hava <laughs> hair. Hey, I've still seen Clue. Let's not get away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please watch Bond Cop Bad Cop soon? Yes. Yes. When I yeah. Okay. I didn't bring it today. Okay. Well, soon. Ben, Chris? Mm-hmm. Um, I will go with True Crime, Streets of L.A. I believe last episode I said Streets of New York, but I described Streets of L.A., and that's the one I meant. All right. I wondered about that. <clears throat> yep. Oh, they made enough of those games. I mean, I if you make argue. me... T- they made two. They made exactly two. And, uh, and if you make me take Streets of New York, I'll be okay with it, because Snoop Dogg was a playable character in that one, but I prefer Streets of LA. All right. Um, and I'm going to take the most premium beverage uh, allowed, or, or to be found, on the uh, true crime streets of Pyongyang. Oh, I'm sad we're not going Mr. Pibb against Johnny Worker. I wonder how Mr. Pibb and Johnny Worker would taste. Probably horrible. Yeah, you're probably right. But I'm sure as hell. Hey guys, can we have our first like draft the universe cocktail? Like, <laughs> Johnny Worker and Mr. Pib. Yeah. <laughs> Topped off. Hold on. Garnished with a pog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your criteria is. <clears throat> Yo, dog. I heard you like knockoffs, so I made a knockoff of your knockoffs, so you can knock off all you knock off. What's the next level of your knockoff? Let's hear it. Oh, God. I've watched a fair amount of Pimp My Ride, but not enough. No. So I'm first, right? Yes. So. Is she just going to pitch Streets of New York? No, no. (laughs) I'm going to go one step further. The guys who made uh, True Crime, they made the two games, and then they were making a third one. But then they lost some licensing rights, and they had to rebrand it. All right. And they made a knockoff of their knockoff, Sleeping Dogs, which takes place in Hong Kong. It's really cool. There's a lot of awesome kung fu action mm-hmm. and a lot of really, really great uh, Asian actors. And it tells a really cool crime story. Plus, you're driving around Hong Kong listening to uh, Southeast Asian music, driving really cool cars. 
So we were supposed to pick a real things instead of making one up in your head? No, I think Ben just did that. You could do whatever you I want. I just did that. Yeah. Okay. Because they, they made a knockoff of my knockoff, and it's actually really, really great. I've bought it <laughs> twice. I've got it on PC and PlayStation 4. Okay. So I think that the spirit of a knockoff of a knockoff is that it loses the com- it completely loses the thread, right? Yeah. Like we're talking an iteration of an iteration of an iteration, a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy of a fax of yeah. a fax. Yes. Yeah. Um, totally. This is this is this is the map that lies underneath the kingdom, um, that the kingdom was built on top of. Um, I just made a philo- philo- yeah a philosophy joke for the one person I think in our audience who might have philosophy. Uh, in their background, but <clears throat> so I'm going to say that, um, <laughs> so, so Waterworld happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, um, uh, some intrepid, let's, let's say, uh, Mariner 2.0, right? Okay. Um, so a submariner, a submariner. Yes. Uh, he's an ancestor of the original Mariner. He's got m- mostly functioning gills. He's starting to return. Actually, no, you know what? If no, he's got better gills. He can breathe underwater much better. Um, okay. He's, he's got, yeah. Yeah, he's, he doesn't see much of a need for clothes. He just wears, like, tight green shorts. Yeah. You, know, you know what, though? He does have a very unique taste. Yeah, his haircut is very uh, sharp, sharp lines, balding a little. i got a really strong vision in my head. Okay. I'm very stark not black vision. hair. No, not vision. No. No. I'm, well, wait a sec. We're just describing the Submariner comic book character. <laughs> yes. I was actually like... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it looks kind of like a Vulcan. <laughs> yeah, um, he has a, a unique taste, right? Um, all the world over, um, every once in a while, a building underneath the sea collapses and it, it unleashes anything that has some air in it. And it, it floats to the surface, right? Like perhaps mm-hmm. a whiskey bottle or a scotch bottle. Yeah. Um, however, only in one part of the world does a certain thing uh, float up. Um, but unfortunately, they drank all of the Johnny Worker Red Label years ago, right? It was prized. It was mm-hmm. beyond it was, paper. It was most prized. Um, and they thought to themselves, like, perhaps perhaps we could try this, right? They found mm-hmm. some grain seeds um, in, in the uh, a seed uh, library uh, in sunken Iceland. Um, this is like a, the, the, the labor of an entire world in Waterworld. This is like, they're coming together to do something very big. Um, <clears throat> they find dirt, obviously by bringing dirt up from the very bottom of the sea. Okay. Um, they make a big floating um, distillery. Um, they defend it fiercely. Yeah. From As all one of, would. From Jack Black. From everybody. Yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack, yeah. Jack Black with his fleet of aeroplanes. Mm-hmm. I'm now pitching a sequel to Waterworld that I'm kind of liking. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they, they decide that they they have to like give it their own spin, um, and so rather than calling it Johnny Worker Red Label, they call it Walker John's Puss Whiskey. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> See, I thought you were gonna go knock off Walker. It's Johnny Segway. Okay. Now, well. before you before you judge Jafar, Chris, if you're bringing up dirt from the bottom of the ocean, what would that cause in the ocean? Um, what do you mean? Sea levels well, to lower? No, there'd be a hole in the bottom of the sea. Uh, a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a hole. There's uh, a hole. There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Chris gets the point. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> For my 
like fascinating sequel pitch for yeah i'm down for the water world sequel mostly um and then you said the name of the whiskey and i'm all like oh god ben gets the point and then ben sang a song and now chris gets the point and that's where we are a reminder that on this podcast it's not about your argument it's about who you piss off the least i i knew i was losing the point for myself but i don't care because there's a point in the hole in the bottom of the sea. There's That's a fine. point in the hole in the bottom of the sea. All right, Chris, draw a there's criteria. A draft there's a draft bunker. Okay. Last match is Jaffer versus Ben. Hokey day. I'm running with John Cougar Mellencamp. Mm. So here's a, a good time to make a, a disclaimer. I also don't know any John Cougar Mellencamp. You do. <laughs> I would continue my bit from last week, but apparently it wasn't apparent that that was a bit. So Jack and Diane is yeah. the big one. Oh, a little ditty. Yeah. yeah a little about, ditty. Wait a second. About Jack and Diane? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's two, that's two the American kids doing the best they can. Um, and I will call upon the power of Jupiter and take Roman mythology. Okay. All right. Well, uh, make your uh, make your offerings now because. The big meeting is in 15 minutes. Oh, shit. And you didn't prepare. Oh, oh no. no. Mr. Bingley came all the way from the head office, and your career is on the line. Give the pitch for your knockoff. Oh, man, Mr. Bingley. He's he's a young man in in uh, possession of a fortune, and he must be in search of a good business opportunity. Yes, that's exactly how it went. All right, Mr. Bingley. So... I know I don't have a PowerPoint with me right now. Uh, there was an issue with Office. It's down right now. What's a PowerPoint? Yeah, it's all down right now. The computers are down. We'll yell at the nerds later. But that's not what we're here to do. We're here to do business, Mr. Bingley. And that's what I'm here to do. So what we've got right here is we've got uh, Johnny Cougar, John Cougar, uh, or John Cougar Mellencamp, as he's sometimes known. And uh, he's got just a string of top ten hits for you, right? Now, I think you might be thinking... You know, sometimes when you're down, but it feels good, and you know, that hurts so good, that's my boy Johnny Cougar. You might have heard that little ditty about Jack and Diane. That's my boy John Cougar, right? Lonely old night, small town, get you fired up for a little R.O.C.K. in the USA. Maybe a ch, -ch cherry bomb on my boy, John Cougar Mellencamp. He's here, he's going to make you so much money, we just have to get him a studio. And what you're thinking, oh, recording studios, way too much money, so expensive, right? Don't worry about that, because I found this sweet little recording studio spot in Belmont, Indiana, in the Belmont Mall. And that's where we're going to record. That is a true thing. There is a studio in the mall in Belmont, Indiana, where John Cougar Mellencamp recorded such hits, including R.O.C.K. in the USA and a handful of others, like the album Scarecrow. Wow. True story. Recorded in a fucking mall. Fueled by Orange Julius, no doubt. I would and hope Auntie so. Anne's. Oh, I could I could fucking destroy some pretzels right now. Yeah, buddy. Some mm. nice soft pretzels. Yeah, like yeah, get that Auntie Anne's. Fuck. Maybe you hit up and get the you know, a chocolate chip cookie the size mm. of a fucking platter. Yeah. And when you're done, you with a little like congratulations on finishing the album, John Cougar. That's nineteen ninety five. And that's way cheaper than catering, that's Mr. True. Bingley. So we're turning a profit. We're keeping everyone happy. Going to make 
huge margins on this album. All right. Okay. Mr. Ben. <laughs> Mr. Bingley. You know Greek mythology, right? You get, you get, you got Hades, you got Zeus, you got Hera. But hold on, I think you've left some out. Well, yeah, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm assuming you're a, a man of knowledge and taste. You know where the world came from. I just Everybody thought... knows, you know, the gods made man, they were too good, so they killed them all, then they made man again, then they killed them all, and they did it again, and then Prometheus brought us fire. Like, everybody knows where we all came from. But you know what Greek mythology is lacking? It's that Roman sexiness. Those Latinized names that everybody craves nowadays. So we just take Greek mythology and we just change the names. We just do it better with, with the sexy Latin names. Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto. Everybody's on board. <laughs> I mean, it's it's got... It's got what gods crave. It's got that Latin sexy. <laughs> um, Big profit margins over here, Mr. Bingley. The, the, the thing, though, the deciding factor is that I could really go for some big soft pretzels right now. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> it's in a mall. It's got amenities, Ben. It's, you're going to raise the ire of the gods. Yeah, I was going to do that anyways. There. Trying to seek favor with the gods is the quickest way to raise their ire. No. <laughs> because if you if you get the, the attention of one god, all of that god's girlfriends and boyfriends are upset with you now. Sometimes. And then they turn you into a tree. Or worse. Sometimes it works out, though. Hmm. R.E.M. also created, recorded a uh, Life's Rich pageant there. Well... I'm I am devastated and angry. I feel like I did better there than than the final points will show. <laughs> well, I mean, that might be up for debate, but what isn't is who's in the finals. Yeah. And that's Chris versus Jaffer. Yay. Your final pick, Chris. Who <sighs> I got a I'm 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 torn. Are you, you burnt? Because on one hand, I really would like to stick it to Wales some more. <laughs> um, I mean, you don't have an exactly perfect record with finishing out your picks, mostly because you don't always mark down which ones you do, and you've gone back and you use the same one choice a couple of times on accident. It well, happens. I don't always. Most of the time, I do finish out my picks, but yeah. that's because I want to. This time, I'm not so certain. I mean, if you want to stick it to Wales some more, I really like Samurai Pizza Cats, but I feel like, um, be yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with Cream Betweens. You're gonna go with Cream Betweens for the finals. All right, Jafar. Right. Yeah. I kind of want to use a wild card and take Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> do it. Is that are we cool with that? Is that is that gonna draw some un, unwanted ire here? I feel like it's fun. <laughs> and Samurai Pizza Cats I could talk about for a while because I watched a really good YouTube video about Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> I'm mean, going to allow it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take Samurai Pizza Cats then. Okay. Poorly explain your knockoff. 
All right. <clears throat> so, Chris, poorly explain cream betweens. Cream betweens. Okay. <laughs> Jafer, poorly explain samurai pizza cats. Okay, so you know uh, whose line anyway, where everything is made up and the points don't matter? Yes. It's like that, but without the points. Jafer gets the point. What? I'll take it. I won! Yeah. Yay. Because the points don't matter. But, but, they, but they do matter. And also, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Well, we're still waiting for our Beyblades, but you get to pick again while we're waiting for our Beyblades. I guess you could just pick Beyblades again. Ah, <laughs> uh, who knows how long it'll take to get them out of customs, though. Yeah, it's going to take a minute for sure. I mean, I'm surprised. We've been waiting for the Beyblades to come through customs, but you were able to get whiskey from North Korea. <laughs> Well, the North the North Korean whiskey kind of showed up here. Yeah, just it, like just like the different. the it's, replacement uh, electric ladies, they just keep showing up. Yeah, well, I mean, so in little in little Pyongyang, in our um, in our Pleasantville neighborhood, in the bunker, almost everything is like plastic or cardboard cutouts. Mm -hmm. yeah. It just so, so happens that Johnny Worker Red Labial is the only real thing in there, and real is in qu heavy quotes there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not entirely certain that this isn't just acetone with some, like, applesauce mixed into it. Ugh. That sounds... That sounds real rough. Yeah. No wonder you were so hungover you missed the cold open. Well, gentlemen, uh, we're in the, the throes of summer, right? Mm -hmm. It's pretty warm down here in the bunker. Um, <clears throat> at least in the parts of the bunker that aren't so haunted that it is uh, near Arctic. Um, and the one thing that summer makes me think about is saving up um, pocket change as a kid so you could go into the dollar store and buy yourself some stuff. Oh, look at me. I'm Chris. I came from a fancy town with a dollar store. <laughs> oh, or, or convenience store, as you will. Um, we're going to draft ourselves some dollar store items. This will be the cheapest actual item draft that we've ever done. $5 a piece. I'm glad we have to spend more money after Plus I drop... All those money, all, all that money on Beyblades. <laughs> I dropped way too much money on Beyblades. Okay, I'll subsidize your draft, Ben. <laughs> all right, so just to be clear, next week we're all going to show up with a bag of five items that we went and purchased at a dollar store. Yep. For the price of one dollar. For yep. the price of one dollar. No, no going to Family Dollar and buying a five dollar toy and showing up with it here. No, absolutely not. Not, not on the table. One, not allowed. One dollar. Uh, maybe... Maybe two, but only if it's really, really worth it. Okay. We'll be back next week with $15 store items. For a grand total of $15. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that would be more than covered by our ad uh, revenue from our new sponsor, Johnny Worker Red Labial. <laughs> Taste the labial. <laughs> I hate this podcast. I hate this podcast so much. You know who doesn't hate this podcast?
the kickstand band the kickstand band um who loved our podcast so much they gave us a theme song called how it feels long before we did anything like this <laughs> you can find their music at the kickstandband.bandcamp.com i guarantee you that if you spend 15 dollars there you'll have more fun than you will than we will on our next episode and feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Just send us emails begging Chris to stop so we can just show him all of them. <laughs> oh shit, we had an email from Seth to read. Oh. Oh, let's look at it. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 hold, no. On. hold on. Finish S- it. No, hold on. Stop, stop, stop the end themes. Yeah, well, record we scratch. Okay, record scratched. Go. Okay, I've got Seth's email right here. Okay, so Seth sent us an email that's important to read. It also has a photo. Um, which I'll show you both in a moment. I finally managed to make it out of the bunker. No thanks to you inaccessible weirdos. <laughs> the man spiders actually showed me where the exit is, so if you ever decide it's all too much, they're your key to freedom. Or at least a key. There may be other ways out. I don't know. Anyways, I'm safe. Physically. Also, my wife, as it turns out, doesn't throw rocks or dirt. Just shade. Yeah, that sounds like Kayla. Thanks as always to the kickstand band. Seth. (laughs) (laughs) P.S. I included a picture of the actual outside. I know it's not the real thing, but I hope you enjoy. Oh, it's a lovely picture of his wife handling two cocks. Oh. Chickens. They're chickens. They're not. They're hens, probably. Um, oh, no, those are two cocks. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I still don't believe that he's actually out. Well, we'll just have to um, maybe look around the bunker if we can remember. Yep. See if we can find him. Anyways, unrecord scratch. Enjoying the conversation on Facebook.com slash Draft the Universe. We've got a Facebook group there, a Facebook page, or on Twitter at Draft Universe. We'll see you next week in a minute. I would almost say like if we could do like a write a free form poet po- poem about your topic. I I, I am staunchly <laughs> anti free form, but well, you guys free, can maybe like a free form beat poem. You know, we can put in a walking baseline in post. See, I personally believe poetry needs rules, but I also know I'm weird. I need rules. <laughs> I will say that since this episode has to be edited in the next two and a half days maybe we don't do anything that relies on anything done in post oh that's the the joke is that we always talk about doing it in post and then never do it in post fair enough yeah yo dog that's my boy john cougar oh my god john Van Damme.